0: Hey everyone and welcome to the episode 3 of the E-Learning Guys. My name is Nate Jorga Dulmin and joining me is David Charney. Hi Dave. Hello Nate. Hello everyone. So, still busy but almost done with everything, right?
1: Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. I finished everything. It's all done.
0: And now, uh, after we record, you run to the Thanksgiving dinner. That's right.
1: Yep. Yep. Everyone is off now uh, here, so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yep. I've I've been preparing to eat a lot of food tomorrow. (laughs) It takes about a year to prepare.
0: (laughs) From all the shows I saw, I I think that's true, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so we have some follow-up, because the last time uh, we did not know uh, all the details or had not time to uh, speak uh, about all the little details that are also available in Storyline. And uh, on the Articulate's website, we can find uh, a lovely list that shows us the differences between Storyline 360, Storyline 2, and for some reason, also Storyline 1. And uh, let me just uh, share a few. Uh, Square corner button styles. Although I'm happy this is there, uh, I I don't... uh, I don't remember the last time I used this function anyway cuz I make my own buttons always. Uh I don't know about you.
1: Um yeah, I usually make my own buttons that hasn't been a high priority.
0: Yeah, not really. I mean, I totally forgot that button is even there. Um uh, but I can remember the frustration of not having the the, the 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 other shape. Then we have the broadcast level audio optimization. Which I I, I think uh, will be super handy because for my personal recordings, because uh, for many courses I do the voiceover or, or my wife does the voiceover, and I never recorded this in storyline. I, I always recorded in a you know uh, audio editor that is very good with editing audio and that I can apply a good weak uh, equalizer and normalizer and you know um, fix uh, the peaks or something so yeah this is this is a nice addition, but I think I'll still be you know recording elsewhere and then maybe use that function as a add-on if I see fit. How about you do? I guess you you guys uh the voiceovers do you outsource it outsource them?
1: Yeah, we usually outsource uh, or work with our clients, and I'd say you know the highest quality we can get. Uh, I guess we don't want anything that sounds low quality, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we had that big problem with, I think, was it storyline two allowed you to have videos or movies that, uh, could just play the, you know, it didn't compress it. And, um, so that, you know, that was a huge step up for us and yeah, same, yes, yes. same, anything we can do with audio to, uh, have it high uh, quality, yes.
0: all the better. Yeah, you mean that you can say, for the video, that you can say uh, no compression, basically. Right.
1: But generally, we we are still going to do a lot of our audio editing outside of the program.
0: Yeah. And recording. Yeah, I agree. But I guess this is a nice addition for, you know, whatever. Maybe maybe whatever the, the, the speaker sends you sounds a bit, you know, flat, and uh, that might juice it up a bit.
1: Yep. I know a lot of people who who do a lot of e-learning just uh internally and uh they do a lot of kind of in-program stuff so I think that'll be a big help for them.
0: Yeah, I guess if it's you know if it's a rush and uh maybe the quality the super top quality is not so important um I I I can totally imagine that's a you know a handy tool to have. Yep. Yeah. So there's another point here enhanced picture placeholders. Now, I imagine these are the placeholders placeholders for the master slides where you put the, you know, box where the picture comes later. Am I right of uh, thinking this? It could be. I, I have no idea what that is. Because I, I have no idea what placeholder is except those box that says, you know, picture when you click and then add a picture from the ma- master slides.
1: Yeah, I, I can't picture anything else. I mean, I like pictures, I like placeholders, and I like things that are enhanced, so it's got to be good, but... <laughs> yeah, those three I, words. <laughs> I, I don't exactly know what that is.
0: <laughs> okay, well, the picture placeholders are enhanced, so that's good. Um, new design elements for result slides, that's good. I, I haven't checked those because I was playing with other things, but uh, I guess it's good because the, the result slides have been kind of plain and the same for all the, those years so if they yep. spiced it up a bit that's good now mm-hmm. the next one uh, it's a. I think it's quite a big one because you can publish a scene or a slide which was a big problem for you know the the big pharmaceutical courses in 12 languages because it was publishing for 15 to half an hour 15 minutes to half an hour <laughs> Right, and which was really difficult. Then, if you wanted to just to test one language or something, um, and then we had another big problem because it crashed while publishing. But that's a topic for another episode. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm super happy about this because with the big courses, this comes very handy.
1: Yeah, sometimes we've got some big courses and we just want to review a certain section. And what we've had to do in the past, because if you if you make a change to test something. You could screw up the project, you know, the way something's linked. So to yeah. be, and then what we would do is try to just link up. Uh, sometimes we'd need to link up, like the very first slide mm-hmm. to jump to some other part, and and this would be a big help. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or you know, or maybe we. I mean, you could duplicate and delete everything you don't need, and then export. I mean, that's what I thought I had. Yeah, you can
1: you can do that too. You just got to be careful not to. If something's gone through the QA process, any little thing that might mess something up is, is kind of dangerous sometimes. So th- mm. this will certainly be a help.
0: Yeah. And best right-to-left language support. So best. It's not even enhanced. It's. it's I guess it's the best support ever. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we won't see any updates uh, for that. No, no that's it. <laughs> that's it. They nailed it the first time. <laughs> yep. Well done! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, in all those uh, languages, I mean, we had Hindi and uh, Marathi and so on, but we we didn't have the right, right to left any of them. So I guess it will come handy in the future. Uh, okay, yeah, this is the the small list. And now I uh, I was playing around uh, with draw line and uh, uh, intersect uh, when object intersects uh, trigger was my main uh, play field uh, for the last few days. Um, so I created a small, like a concept of a bouncing ball that bounces from the walls, from the four four walls. And uh, you can point it at, at the beginning. You can, you can um, point the ball to the left or or right diagonally. And then it just bounces wherever you pointed it and it goes on forever or at least until it uh, comes to a bug in Storyline and the ball <laughs> goes flying away in the digital uh,
1: vastness. Still out there.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, some say it's still out there. Um, so yeah, uh, feature works. so uh, like 70%, I noticed that sometimes the ball bounces Bounces at the exact pixel of the intersection. Other times it bounces, uh, you know, five pixels in. So I'm not sure what's happening there. I mean, I, I couldn't see any patterns. Um, and also the yeah from some random coincidence, I don't know what. It just sometimes the 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 trigger fails and the ball went flying away. You know. It can make, you know, four circles. I don't know how many times, and then it just at the one point it's just gone. Uh, have you seen? Have you seen my example? I have. It's it's very well done.
1: I I, uh, I uh, refreshed it and and played around with it several times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, something's going on under the hood. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I I think uh, I think someone at Articulate will need to take a look into that.
0: Yeah, I think I think I should sh- I should send the source files so they can play around. Um, and then I went a step further because I was thinking that uh, you know with this bounce because I, I I sort of nailed how the ball ball should bounce off an object as as you saw in the example. And then uh-huh. I was thinking that actually we maybe I could create an ar- ar- arcanoid concept. Um, mm-hmm. Do you pronounce ar- arcanoid? I'm not sure. I'm not 100%
1: sure that's how I would have pronounced it.
0: Okay, so let's say Arkanoid. Uh the game we all played, you know, in the 90s. Um, so yeah, the, the actually the, I just created that the bottom bottom wall uh, was a small plate and then applied uh, motion pads for left and right. And then when you press uh, key left, it goes to the motion path to the left and the right goes to the right. And then you could you could play uh well, sort of play this game by uh, trying to keep the ball in the air, you know, not not to lose it down in the, in the vastness of digital emptiness, um, and it worked fine until you know, just some bugs <laughs> creep <laughs> with the intersect trigger, and uh, I, I had a I had a rule because I didn't want the plate to be lost if you go if it goes too much to the left or to the right. Uh, so I created another trigger that if it intersects with the right, it, it, it should go to the motion path left, of course. But, I don't know, something happens there, it just, you know, it um, freezes for, for a second or, or just for a bit, and then it goes flying off the screen. <laughs> so <laughs> at that point, you definitely lose the game. Uh, and it even doesn't, uh, it doesn't respond to the, key, the keyboard key. So it, I don't know, just a bug and flies away. So, I mean, it, it works. I mean, the concepts there. Are just uh, I guess the trigger needs to be updated.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very close. There's just something yeah, under the hood that's that's causing that. It'd be interesting to create, you know, add like a an educational layer on top of that where yes, like whenever you miss the ball or whatever it. Uh, gives you a question or something like that um i I have no idea but uh it's it's a great game it keeps
0: you it really keeps you kind of yeah yeah uh you know engaged you know maybe after yeah after each i don't know because the flying ball is sort of a countdown you know in a way and Mm -hmm. then in the between in while it's flying maybe you could answer quickly a question and if you're too late you know you lose the ball yeah yeah Yeah, well, I had another idea that maybe you can you can shoot the ball, uh, you know, through a sort of a maze, and at the end you have ABC answers like in boxes, and then Mm -hmm. so first you have to know the answer, and then try to point it correctly so the ball bounces of all the balls directly to the correct answer. That's also one version.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe yeah, the longer the maybe you've got a whole bunch of hidden letters, and every time the ball. Bounces. it can somehow you know using inter what's it called uh intersect intersect uh every time it intersects one of those it shows a letter you know so if you can keep the ball in the air long enough you can answer (laughs) something or or else you have to guess yourself with whatever you have left i don't know Mm -hmm. something
0: Mm -hmm. yeah 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 nice and while creating all these (laughs) proof of concept things I realized that you cannot stop a motion path. You, there's no there's no trigger to say stop moving.
1: <laughs>
0: huh? Yeah. So the 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 work uh, I came up with if you would create um another motion path which is very very short uh and uh it has a very short time uh and then then you just switch to that motion path and then it stops because, you know, it doesn't hmm. go any forward, it doesn't have the repeat command and so on. So I have no other ideas.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of things. I, I've i run into a couple of things like that. What about uh, the trigger exit course? That might stop it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and stop the whole course.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, th- there's definitely a couple of things that, uh, like I, I'll talk about this soon, but... I, I love uh, when, what is it, when uh, you roll over, geez, I can remember the, when object is dragged over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, I wish there was a, when object is dragged off, you know. It's like, it's one step, uh, I need the other
0: step. Yeah, yeah. But could, maybe if you, uh, when object is dragged over, you change the state of the, you know, uh, bottom obje- object, object. Because it's, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure.
1: See, now we're getting into the problems I've had the last week. All those little things, um, which I can talk about here shortly, but yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, So, so yeah, and it's funny because we've had a lot of, uh, a lot of our issues have been with like intersections and these things going on. Um, I... Had no idea you were working on this, and I was working on another thing. <laughs> um, I'll try to explain it out because it's it's uh, it's very visual, of course. So, um, but if you could, I'll kind of explain what I've been doing and tell you the issues I've been having. And I've been having, I've been first off, I I built something in Flash a long time ago, and I'd been wanting to recreate it in Storyline. Again, it's slightly complex, but to the user experience, it's actually pretty simple. Um, but I keep running into these bugs, and it's in Storyline 2, and it's also, uh, for the most part, in Storyline 360. Mm-hmm. But if you can imagine a kitchen with a refrigerator, I want to move the mouse over the refrigerator. When when I do that, it kind of opens up a little bit. No problem. I can have a state that adjusts. When I click and start dragging, I want like a, a pitcher full of some drink in it to appear, and now I'm dragging that pitcher around I go up to a glass, and I, when it gets above that glass, mm-hmm. I jump to a state on the pitcher to look like it's pouring. Mm-hmm. Again, not a problem. Now, what I had originally done in Flash is when you move that pitcher without letting go of the mouse, I've only clicked once just to grab onto the pitcher, and I can move it all over the screen. Yeah. Flash, when I moved the pitcher that was pouring now away from the glass, I would have it stop pouring, Mm-hmm. So I could keep moving it towards and away, and it would pour more, pour more. And um, my problem is that works fine to the for the initial pour. When I what I have to do is because there's no, like I was saying, no object dragged off. I have another object that I have on on the screen. So when when my pitcher. Hits that object as well, which is outside of the hotspot I used to, for the pour. Yeah. I hope I'm explaining this all right. Um, it should say, "Okay, well, when I drag it off this object that's slightly outside of the, the pouring hotspot, now I know I'm away from the the glass, and I'm going to I'm going to go to the state where it's not pouring anymore." Yes. Well, the problem with that is when you have two. When you have one object and you're dragging it over an object and you've got two different triggers that are when object dragged over, yeah. when your main object is over two of those objects at once, it can no longer calculate properly when it hits any of those one objects. Mm. It do- it doesn't it loses
0: it. And and that that's a
1: that's a problem. Like I can't
0: I have a I have an idea. Yeah. So, uh You would create a uh, So I'm guessing that there's a... Between those two hotspots, there's some pixels that... uh, There's nothing. I mean, there's some space in between, right? That's right. Okay, so you create an object that's smaller than that. And then you go to... And then you, you make it transparent. You just make a circle or something. And then you go to the edit state. And in there, you insert your picture picture. So that way, the main object uh, won't be bigger than those two. Only, you know, the extra stuff that will be in the state will be uh, bigger. You know what I mean? So my, my,
1: my problem is that the picture is is big enough. See, what also kind of sucks is the... I'd love to use the when the mouse is over, because yeah. that's one pixel, or that's one point. Instead, I've got this larger object... And, and my problem is when I move it around, that object is big enough that where I need to have the hotspot for it to know that it's over the glass and the hotspot so it knows when I'm kind of leaving the glass, mm-hmm. it's very hard to position them so that the, the, the outside one is far away enough. And with, when, when you're working with states, it only goes by the initial state. So I can't like change states to adjust the where the hotspots are. Does that make sense? Uh, I lost you there a
0: bit, but uh, but that's what I'm saying. You need a smaller object. You know, if you edit an if you edit state of a small object and then you paste your picture in there, the main object is small, so it should work.
1: Yes, that's, tr- that's true.
0: So that's my idea, that just just to, to have a transparent object that's small, that that easily, that cannot be on both hotspots at the same time.
1: I, I believe I've tried that and there's a problem. I'll have to get back to you on that. Uh, I always wished you could do that with groups. You know, you could, uh, if I had this yeah. long handled thing and I just want the, the tip of the thing when it hits something to cause a reaction, not the whole object. Yeah. Um, I believe there's a, a problem with that, um, but I'll, I'll definitely double-check that. Um, I've also noticed that I can, and this is a ridiculous <laughs> fix, if you want to call it that, um, I can use a motion path, and when I roll over the object to make it look like it's pouring, I have... I kick in a motion path to make the object i just rolled over slide out of the way and another object slide in that's the only way i can get it to 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 function properly so that only one object is there at any one time um it i've tried about a billion things and um every time i think oh i can do it this way uh it says no you can't you're wrong (laughs) and i say oh okay
0: and as far as I understood you in the offline, the same thing. Uh, you're having the same trouble also in 360. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then um, you know, and then that's just one thing. I've got another thing that I also want to click and drag, and that I run into the same thing. You know. So what I wanted. So what I started to do is I started to put things on layers. So mm-hmm. the picture interaction is on one layer, but then I've got these hotspots on the base. And when I roll over the hotspot on the base, what I want to do is, without anyone knowing, show a layer. Mm-hmm. And so when they click, now they're clicking on the picture, which is on that layer. Now the crazy thing is, when you drag that up, you can, everything works fine. But when I release that, that, that base-level hotspot that I rolled over, it will never work again in Storyline 2 HTML. <laughs> I've tried everything.
0: So hot, hover hotspot that opens a layer that user doesn't know about, correct? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So it doesn't open again. You're it, saying it,
1: it will not. It will not work again. <laughs> so um, now it will work in Flash. It will work in mm. Storyline 360, but not in Storyline 2.
0: Okay, happy to hear that it works in Storyline 360. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, me too. I did want to try to build this in Storyline 2 because uh it's still a transition period, mm-hmm. but um I was very happy to see that it was working in Storyline 360. So anyway, I and I will I'll probably do a video or something on this too. I I'd, I'd love to uh get feedback from people and ideas um and I'll certainly try out your your thing, but this thing I was trying to do on a Saturday morning ended up taking you know like 4 days so far. Oh. But I'm uh, okay, I'm okay, it's cool, it's cool.
0: <laughs> I would love to look at the source file if you if you send it. Absolutely. And we'll definitely do a follow-up next time to see how we solve this.
1: Yeah, and hopefully it, we say, well, we got it, we figured it out.
0: But uh, the, the goal is to have it working in, in Storyline 2, right?
1: I would like that to be the case, but if Storyline 360 is uh, what it works in, then I'm fine with that.
0: Okay. <laughs> Uh, anything else about 360? I think that's all I had uh, about the the things I was playing around with.
1: Yeah, same here. I I've been just playing around a little bit with uh, some of the new interaction, some of the new um, trigger state, uh, some of the new triggers. I keep putting words together. Um, and uh, yeah, I like the I like the new
0: features. I like the new dial. I've uh, been playing around with that a little bit. Yeah, I keep thinking about uh, you know maybe. Uh, Change a dial to a steering wheel and have a car move around or something like that.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, I've I've had these ideas in my head for for things I want to try to do with the dial. Um, I don't know a, a ton about it. I mean, I know a lot about it because of it's similar to the slider. But um, I've got some ideas in my head that I want to explore out. And uh, as I do that, I'll certainly uh, talk more about it. Mm. If, if it works. If it doesn't work, I'll never mention it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> never you never speak of this no <laughs> okay um, so yeah we'll definitely be returning to our uh, adventures in storyline uh, but we can now jump to the review tool which uh, the last time we hadn't had a lot of experience with uh, so yeah we, we misspoke because we thought the links aren't public but they actually are Uh but I'm pretty sure, you know, they're not like Googleable.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I checked that out after as well. And yeah, I could, I could get that link. Um, yeah. Although I was logged in, so I hadn't really. Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't go to the extent of logging out and checking that link out.
0: I just opened private window. Don't log out. Just private browsing window.
1: I uh, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe I was, was too hot from all my other bugs.
0: C- Control Shift N in uh, chrome in windows
1: <laughs> i will keep that in mind i can never remember those things i'm terrible with word, with, with words with um the shortcuts? actual names of things and shortcuts and i always forget that stuff
0: oh man i love shortcuts you know what i would kill for well not kill for but i would love to have in in storyline uh, a shortcut at least availability to add a shortcut to every command that is available there cuz i really really hate clicking clicking on the align button and then selecting the align thingy which right. was better in storyline 1 cuz I, I don't i if i remember correctly it was not under a menu like that and now it's more clicks and i would love to have like align center align middle you know distribute objects cuz i use that all the time and i hate the double clicking and, and you cannot assign any, any shortcuts, which is, ah, frustrating.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. Do, do you remember in the olden years when um, you had a little little uh, printed piece of paper that you would put above your function keys, your F1, <laughs> F2, F3? Do you remember that? Like <laughs> word processing programs had that so you could see what, what those buttons did? I think we should bring
0: that back. <laughs> well, I... I sort of me- I sort of memorize. I mean, as soon as you do something three times, you should know the shortcut to it. I mean, at least start to learn it because it's going to really speed up the process. I, I take about 12 times, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little slower as it relates to that.
0: Well, at that point, at three, you have to think about like, hmm, can I do this faster? And then at 12, you know the shortcut.
1: <laughs> yeah, I should just, I should tell my wife how to do that and she can just stick around here and I can ask her and she'll tell me because she'll remember that stuff.
0: Oh really? The shortcuts? <laughs> yeah,
1: she's got a better. Uh, she's got she's got the memory around here.
0: <laughs> then I give you another crazy one from Word. Uh, it's Control Shift F3, <laughs> or maybe it's Alt Shift F3. I'm not sure, Be- but it changes the cases of the words. You know, all capitalized, small caps, and the first oh, okay. first first letter.
1: I yeah. thought I thought I was gonna like give that a try myself, and it would like shut down my <laughs> doc without saving or
0: something. <laughs> no, no, that's Alt F4, you know, to close the program. Right. Oh yeah, uh, shortcuts, shortcuts. Uh, and another thing about the review, I, I, I thought I saw that it, it's really nice that uh, when you start previewing uh, whatever it is in the re- review there's a counter at your at the time of your comment so actually the time of your comment is the time of the when the slide was playing which is super hmm. handy cuz otherwise this might be you know in a complex long slide this might be trouble explaining something but if your comment appears at the time of the you know recording playing it, that's super handy
1: i like that it takes a screenshot because i've yes. i've seen some programs like this where they they just kind of keep track of the screen that you're on but with all the layers and everything yes if if someone you know cuz like we'll have our clients go through stuff and they'll go through it and it, it, you know they'll be um you know they don't know that things are on layers they don't know how it's put together no. and sometimes they'll forget to say oh well on this screen here this is a problem and so, yeah. for us to just look at the screenshot and go, oh, that, that's where the problem was, or that's what we have yeah. to correct.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what to, that's what I was missing from review my e learning. From for example, because that was just a slight number and the comment, and mm-hmm. also what time of type of a comment, which is almost too much granulation. Uh, so I think you know they just nailed it here. How what sort of information you need and how much of it you need I think it's. I'm really. I'm looking forward to trying this on, on my next project. Great. Yeah. I was also playing a bit, uh, again with Prezo because, uh, I posted my bouncy ball, uh, on the, on the articulate community forums. And then was, I was asked if I can, I can explain a bit more about how this was made. And I, I didn't do a great job. I, I can't break with that, but I, I, I played with, uh, you know, I did a screen recording with Prezo for five minutes and, uh, I saw what I'm missing. I, I'm definitely missing an option to have the my drawing line be thinner because I think it's just a bit too thick. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you're writing something, you know, the the the, the font is just too thick. Uh, so I was missing that. Uh, otherwise, it was fine. I mean, it. I really like that I can zoom in while explaining something. That's really handy because you know you can you. It's just easier to write. Maybe you can go in some details. And then zoom out and it records everything. Uh, so yeah, I posted that as a prezzo to review and posted the link in the in the forums.
1: Very nice. I still have to uh, I still have to explore some of those things a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, it seems that we are approaching uh, the end of uh, episode three, but uh, we have a new section of the show called Small Recommendations, and uh, maybe I'll start uh, and then you'll follow, of course, because we don't have 10 people here. <laughs> so this section is about recommending a tool, a book, a website, something useful to, for the fellow e-learning developer. And uh, I have just a small tip for the user that is a Mac user that uses a, 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 a Mac OS. So for me, I'm not using Photoshop. I use Pixelmator. It's a twenty-five dollar tool that has you know ninety percent of the Photoshop things or at least ninety percent of the basics of the Photoshop. Maybe it doesn't have some maybe you know fancy algorithms to disappear people from the beach. Uh but it has if it has all the basics you need, you know. So you have the layers, you have the masks, you have vector masks. Uh, you know all the, all the filters with levels and brightness and color balance and so on, and uh, it's a super tool because I would for for that price you know I cannot um, recommend it enough. Um, uh, for me it would be it would be silly for the level of of you know photo photo editing I need and you know maybe some uh, buttons I need to create. It would be stupid to be paying. Uh, Adobe license uh, every year because this is such a great tool and uh, it's in the App Store, you know, it's updated regularly and uh, really happy with uh, with it. For many, I, I use it, I guess. I'm, I have been using it for five years, definitely. So, it, great tool, pixel matter. Don't think, just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very okay. nice. And Dave, what have you got?
1: Uh, you know, I, a lot of people are familiar with insert symbols in, in Storyline to uh, use kind of the Font Awesome library, if you like that, to put icons on screen. Um, a lot of people don't know if you go to Google and you can go to Font Awesome's website and type in a Font Awesome cheat sheet, you'll get a nice huge list of all those icons, and it's a lot easier to find some of the things that might not show up in, in Storyline, might not be as obvious. And so I I wanted to throw that out there. I recommend going there and checking out all the various uh, all the various symbols. I think I sometimes I have problems kind of searching through them a little bit because the way they're named. But uh, there's a lot of great icons, a lot of great little symbols that you
0: can use in your in your courses. Mm -hmm. I haven't really known about about these icon packs. I saw that they had a they. I think they're still having a Kickstarter right now. Uh, so it's really cheap, I guess, you get everything for $20 or something, maybe even $10, i am not sure. Uh, have you seen that?
1: I'm no, I'm not sure. I know that Fawn Awesome, their basic icons are free, and they've got a newer thing. I don't know if it's out yet or it's coming out soon, but it's a lot more comprehensive new library that uh, costs a little bit.
0: I, I found the Kickstarter price, seven days to go, so I would guess you get millions of these icons. Yeah. Okay. So it's twenty dollars, and you get Pro and icon pack and thirty-one icon packs. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. That is a lot of packs. Well, pulled, we'll put we'll put the link in the show notes.
1: Fantastic. But at least for free, uh, the if you do a f- uh, search for font awesome cheat sheet, those ones are all free. That that show up with that initial mm-hmm. link, and we'll have that link in there. Um, so I, I would recommend checking it out.
0: Yeah, I agree. Oh, here it says, Pro gives you 10,000 more icons and SVG framework. 10,000? 1,000, 1,000, yeah. Did I say 10,000? Oh, you said 10,000. Okay, sorry. (laughs) 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 1,000. That's a bit much, yeah.
1: They'll eventually have 10,000, but (laughs) 1,000 is a good start.
0: It's just 10 times more. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Uh, let's wrap it up. David um please tell us where can people find you
1: uh they uh, well for custom uh, e-learning development you can find me at illumangroup.com and you can find templates and a lot of the videos and things i've been uh posting about storyline and e-learning in general at elearninglocker.com and uh, on twitter i i tweet pretty regularly and i'm at dave underscore charney c-h-a-r-n-e-y and uh, nates how about you how can people find you
0: you can find me. That's 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 the truth. Uh, at uh, uh, on Twitter at nejcd, so it's Nate's the if you speak Slovenian, um, and uh, on the elearningbrewery.com dot com, which is still not up, but it will be soon. Uh, and all the show notes we mentioned in this episode, you can find them at thelearningguys slash the number of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, or maybe an e learning uh, storyline problem we would love to discuss it here and maybe provide some ideas other than that have a great day and hope to catch you in the next episode yep goodbye and see everyone next time hey everyone and welcome to the i keep i keep wanting to say third I have a let's just write three, okay.
1: Yep, goodbye and see everyone next time. Hear everyone next time. We'll talk to everyone next time.
0: We have a blooper.